Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Well, welcome, everybody. I have absolutely nothing clever to say about the month of August, except the fact that our new album just released on Friday, July 28th. Yes. So, did, you, did you get your copy? Did you pre-save it? Did well, you get it? a little late now, but if you didn't, but you know what? We'll forgive you this time. Hi, people. Welcome to Rock Your Life Show, another edition. We are uh, on the verge of the uh, uh, terminating the season four. Episode 11 today, and we got a great topic for you people. But before that, a little bit of business. Yeah, so we sure could use your help with uh, any of you Apple users. If you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, we would so, so, so appreciate it. It'll just help us reach more people. And for those of you who aren't, just please follow us on your preferred platform because we are probably there. And if you have any questions, you can also email us at rockyourlife at thevignatis.com, which will be in the show notes as well. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, The topic of today is uh, building a culture of peace. Hmm. Now, how many of you, raise your hands, even though I can't see you, how many of you like conflict and strife and arguing with your family and anybody you might work with or your neighbors? Doesn't that bring you so much joy and happiness? Or watch TV and see the aura of the war uh, in Ukraine or yeah, anything else. Yeah, really uplifting really? stuff, huh? Really? Well, guess what? It's not. not. Is that <laughs> going to make your day better? I don't think so. So what exactly is building? How do you build? What is building a culture of peace? Well, first of all, let's start with what a culture is. Well, culture is uh, the beliefs, customs, or practices, and social behavior of a particular nation of people, or the customary beliefs, social form, and material traits of a racial, religious, or social group, or a particular set of attitudes, that's the important word, that characterizes a group of people. Yeah. And then in the second part of the culture of peace is the word peace. What is peace? Number one, it's a state of security or order within a community provided for by law and custom. And two, a world free from strife and violence. Now, this is what we're talking about. So, now that we know what a culture is and what, by textbook definition, what peace is, we know that cultures are built and they evolve over time. So if we go back hundreds and hundreds of years, yes, it's hard to believe, but France wasn't always a culture of wine and cheese and America wasn't about freedom, the automobile business and stupid reality TV. (laughs) So um, a lot of countries through over time, have developed really deep, deeply seated, rooted customs. And they are now identifiable to that country's culture. And that can be anything from clothing, the way they dress, or tribal things, to food, to dances, even music and holidays. And so defining these things 
is somewhat of their social culture. Yes. And because there's so many culture and, uh, and the complexity of human beings, um, society and, and social groups uh, are often at odds with each other. Oh, so, indeed. Indeed. Because they're like, there's difference. And that is difference of foods, difference of the way you dress, the early days, like she said. Differences di- of opinion. Differences of opinions. Um, so it's... And a big one is religion. Correct. Yeah, of course. For sure. And politics as well on the grand scale. So, um, uh, and, and the, each in, of them um, encompa- encompassing differences. Um, that's part, basically the part of a natural wiring. Of humans, um, you mean? Of, of humans, yes. Because the, the way we wire is like, oh, yeah, we want to kick ass, the kick ass mentality. Um, with battle and war. And you no- notice that every time you see a war, it's because of a, 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 a cultural problem. But you see it with little kids. You Think back to when you were yeah. like maybe in kindergarten or my dad can beat up your dad yeah. type thing. Yeah. It's always about like fighting. Yes. So, um, because usually it's, it's, it is because there's something different. That's what it is. So, um the, the effect of this type of, uh, of causes uh, can leave uh, a lot of troubles, a lot of problems, a lot of, in, in a big time, devastation uh, in its wake. So we have to, um, first, in a, building a culture of peace, we have to um, definitely um, understand where the basic and where we come from. Well, everything, I think it's important to remember that everything in the universe is interconnected. So there's a positive negative or a yin and yang to every side or situation. So um, there is, isn't there like some sort of polarity then to this kick-ass culture? I mean... Yeah, there is polarity to my dad can beat up your dad, and it's as simple as peace. So I want to read something that's from the United Nations. It's from the Declaration and Program of Action on a Culture of Peace, and that was from, I believe it was October 1999 of UNESCO. A culture of peace is a set of values, attitudes, modes of behavior, and ways of life based on respect for life, the ending of violence and promotion of practice of nonviolence through education, dialogue, and cooperation. Now, this work, this writing goes on, but that was just a snippet of it. So that's the end quote there. So it's about changing our mindset. You hear this all the time from Les Brown. If any of you know who Les Brown is, he is someone you should be listening to, and I don't mean the jazz musician, (laughs) but it's about changing the mindset from my dad can beat up your dad to, hey, let's sit down and maybe we can talk about this. Because what do people do when you come across something that's different, especially when you're a kid, because your brain isn't fully developed yet, you want to dislike it. But you see it now in adulthood. If something's different from you, you want to... Some people want to confront it or dislike it just because it's different. Yeah, it's a mindset. Uh, in that quote about the UNESCO, 
Um, what's very important is the word life, based on respect for life. And when we talk about life, we're not talking only about human being. We're talking about living being. Because when there's a war, when there's conflict, there's or fires or anything that comes from... By the way, it comes from the three poison, which we did a, a podcast on that, which is greed, um, anger, and uh, foolishness. Uh, refer to that podcast in the, uh, we did uh, maybe a couple of years ago. So this state of life, this based on respect for life, is the essential point of building this culture of it. Because a culture is based on the people's behavior. And so life is important. And so when, talk, when Tracy was saying, talking about the shift, the shift in society, man said it's from, from basically the conflict and the violence. The, 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 there's tools that we have, and that's dialogue and, and, and the reason uh, of never forgetting for a moment. That, um, again, like she previously said, that everything is interconnected. Right. So this war in Ukraine or any war, it's devastating to the human being. But have you stopped to think about the wildlife who have nothing to do with this? Correct. Devastation. What was it? Chernobyl? That was the other thing. That wasn't a war. That was a nuclear. And the vegetation. The plant. Absolutely. Everything. Wildlife lives off plant. Plants live off. They need clean they need clean human beings to expel carbon dioxide, yes. carbon dioxide so that they can live too. So that's the interconnectedness. So one loses, everybody loses. That's how I see it. Yeah, this mentality takes over. That's what it is. It's mainly a mentality. It's mainly a competition, internal competition of people wanting to uh, uh, put on this, their opinion over others and uh, create this kind of devastation. And you know what's really funny? I know this is crazy, but this is a reboot. I'm watching uh, kind of a binge watching of Sex and the City. And Miranda tends to be a little bit more negative. And Steve is her boyfriend love interest, if you haven't seen it. But he is super positive. Why is it that the human being always wants to attack the positivity and is so dramatically just attracted to that which is negative or the devastation. Yeah, I think that, this is a point that we have to touch on yeah. in the, based on what we're going to go through, but it's a great point. It's it's it, we, it's a tendencies, let's say this mm-hmm. way. I call it a tendencies of being attracted to the negative. Even Emily in Paris. So, somehow the negative is more interesting than the positive. It is. That's what it is. That's the, that's the mentality of, of what... The majority of people think. Because look at Emily in Let's Paris. That. The, the, her character. She's super positive. She lets things roll off her back. All the negative comments. Uh. And she's just so uplifting and they want to attack her. Yeah. You know, it's just That's really sad. So anyway, let's move on. So this all sounds great, building a culture of peace. But how do we actually do this? And what are maybe some tools yeah. in our psychological or social toolbox that we can use well the unesco program defined eight steps of action so why don't we talk about them let's let's go over those eight steps i think they're essential for us to as human being to understand so number one um to foster a a culture of peace uh and do it through education so basically um it's Revising the, the, the um, educational curriculum, 
to promote uh, qu uh, qualitative, you know, uh, uh, values, attitude, and behaviors of a culture of peace. Now we see that right away. Is you know what's happening in Florida with the uh, book banning the books, mm -hmm. and you know, so of course it's they, in reverse. But it, yeah, it's in reverse. <laughs> you see, where well, that's when you go in negatively. But this is what's happening too. So they are aware, politicians, and we are aware that education is an important. Uh, actually, is one of the most important things in the world. This is why, as well, we do this podcast to educate ourselves, to educate uh, you, uh, and so definitely, it's that's why it's probably number one. Is because uh, he includes uh, a peaceful conflict resolution, the dialogue, uh, uh, the consensus building, uh, and as well the nonviolence, which is to me very important because there's. And I think we're going to do a podcast on that, on violence and non-violence, because there's all kind of violence. We need the war is a active violence, but there is the bullying, which is a passive violence with the words, with the action, with the thoughts. Mm -hmm. I know uh, that's why. So education. Let's talk a little bit about that. The, the power of education. Well, there's something that you mentioned there about including peaceful conflict resolution. So again, I, I have to go back to the mindset that we look at a warrior, a fighter, and we elevate that and we go, wow, he kicked out. We have sports that we pay big money to see to watch some guy beat up another guy. Yeah. So, and we revere that with the, the big fat gold belt. belt, you know, that they wear. But do you think that Martin Luther King Jr. got his gold belt? No, he got a bullet. Yeah. And he had way more power, but he would take that bullet for that cause at any cost, so which people, it cost him his life. So it's interesting yes. how we are so, as a, as a human species, the human species is so attracted to that and not attracted to, wow, what a peace builder. Well, think about it. Would you do? Would you take a bullet for, for that? That's, that's the mind shift right there. Right. So it's an education, uh, the power of it and the understanding uh, that all of us, on a constant basis, we are educating ourselves through lives, through daily life, through meeting people, through different culture, for different food, from different, from living. Just by living, we are educating ourselves. It's up to us to incorporate, and I think incorporate in the culture of peace and educating peace is another great point. But this is why it takes so dadgum long because cultures evolve over time, and we're not talking about. 10, 20 years. Yeah, it could take sure. hundreds of years to accomplish this. Yes. So how well, let's move on to step number two, promote sustainable economic and social development by reducing economic and social inequalities. We could try that and working toward eradicating poverty, which I think a lot of groups do try to do this. And by assuring sustainable food security, that's a big one that you would never even think in America, but it happens here too. It's not just in third world countries. Social justice, durable solutions to debt problems, teaching personal finance in school. How about that in the eighth grade? That would be part of the number one. Yeah, exactly. You know, the revising the educational curriculum. Nobody teaches that, very yeah. few. Empowerment of women. Women are, tend to be peacekeepers peacemakers we're not the the ones that love i'm Correct. gonna kick ass i mean that's not women don't think that way they do other things <laughs> but, and special measures for groups with special needs 
like the uh, disabilities, yeah. things like that. Well, it, it unnerves the crap out of me when I don't see ramps, doors that are wide enough, yeah. all things like that, Braille in the elevators. And uh, environmental sustainability. sustainability. Yes. So environmental sustainability would be revisiting our energy sources and even things that we can do on a personal level, which is think about your purchase before you purchase it. What is the packaging made of? Is it just this ginormous box? That's what a lot of these high-end products, they got these fancy pants boxes, <laughs> and then you open it up, oh. and there's a tube the size of your thumb. No way. Just to get this fancy pants box, and I thought, I, I can't, I can't, I can't stand this. <laughs> and even the actual item that you buy, what's it made out of? Can it be reused, reduced, reused, or recycled? Yeah, what I like about this uh, number two, promote a sustainable economy. It's the word sustainable. Again, to create a culture, a culture has to sustain. So it's uh, sustainable. So we have to implement uh, economic, an economical measure and social measure development that has to su be sustainable. And we're not, in, we're not there. I mean, we're trying as much as we can have a society, uh, but it starts with us. And I know that, you know, we, we all get into our cars. And we know that getting into our cars is not the best cars, especially if it's not... Uh, uh, if it's from fossil if fuels. If it's from fossil fuels, yeah. But if you can see all of these things are promoting sustainability and socially eradicating poverty, blah, blah, blah. If you go back to number one, through education, giving people those types of skills and education, they can take it to the next step. And maybe, hey, they're going to find something to do to get themselves out of yeah. poverty or never enter poverty to begin with. And it's about instilling hope in people that there's something other than what they have currently. Yes, definitely. Um, the, the next one is, uh, as, as we mentioned uh, in the, in the uh, quote of the UNESCO in October 1999, it's uh, based on respect of life. So this, number, this, this, this third uh, step from the UNESCO is... Uh, promote respect of all human rights. Again, that is at the core um, of building a culture of peace. Um, they are complementary to each other's. Uh, whenever war and, and violence dominate, uh, there's absolutely no uh, possibility uh, to ensure human rights. I mean, it's going to override it so instinctively because there's no there's chaos and there's no there's blindness there's a lot of uh, uh, anger that comes in and it fuels the anger or the uh, opinions uh, any any type of human rights the good quality of human rights are going to be uh, won't, won't be able to be to sustain and, and at the same time um, again without those human rights um, in, in all the dimension, no peace. There the, the can be no peace. So it's at its core. Um, again, it comes back the micro to the macro, but it's the human life. That's why it says in this uh, based on the respect of human rights. That is an essential point: the respect mm -hmm. of human life. Right. I'm going to add in there all life. We're talking about living being. We're not talking about human being. The looming being is usually the one that is at the core of the trouble, 
Of course. But the because because the living there's no being, war without humans. That's right. And the plants, <laughs> I don't think the plants create wars. Um, but again, it's because it's the differences. And I've, I'm going to say it again. That sentence is the the difference. Our differences is what we have in common. So it's got this promote this respect of our differences. That's how I will term it. Uh, making it term. So. Moving on to number four, ensure equality between women and men. Uh, I think that, well, it says here, through full participation of women in the economic and social political decision-making, men think differently than women with conflict resolution. That's why it's so important to have a balance, whether it's on the Supreme Court, whether Mm -hmm. it's in the Senate, whether it's on a city council, whether it's in your own religious group, it's important to have both sides represented and equal decision-making. Eliminate all forms of discrimination and violence against women. Support and assist women who are in need. Now, America has it pretty darn good. If you haven't done a lot of traveling and you think it's horrible here, you better not travel. (laughs) Yeah. Because America, good you got it pretty good here, okay? I understand your counterpart co-worker might be making more on his $30 million film, but that's a privilege problem. That's not really a women's rights problem. We're talking about basic fundamental rights, having some kind of voice. If you're making $25 million on your film, I think I'd accept it with a smile. For sure. And maybe expand as to what this actually means. This means when you go into a third world country and women are, it's demanded that they cover up and only have their eyes shown. Yeah. Or And even that, although it's cultural, Tracy, it is cultural. It's been a long time, but... they Those women don't enjoy it. You've seen I, these I underground so. groups. Yes. They meet at yeah. the risk of their own lives sure. saying, we got to stop but, this. But yet it's cultural. Right. You know? That's that's but that's included. That's in not a culture of peace. That's yes. a culture of male domination. Yeah. So, and then there's the uh, mutilation of women, sexual parts, and I'm sure you've all heard of those kinds of things. But the point being is to, the goal being to create equality between men and women. Yeah, I remember when we went to the uh, visiting the United Nations in Switzerland. Yep. I remember seeing pictures of the, uh, of the. Uh, uh, all the people uh, sitting down at the uh, at the at their seat uh-huh. when they are discussing in the room, yeah. in the room discussing, and I was uh, paying attention to that, and I noticed that there were actually a lot of women mm-hmm. as much as men. So you can tell that it is as important as men to understand and listen to the voice of women, and as well for women to listen to the voice of men. And I think that. This is, I'm glad they put that because it definitely, um, this equality is definitely a solution and definitely a strong point of creating a sustainable culture of peace. With regard to this point, both of us being Formula One fans, I've noticed in the last five years, there are a lot more women in the garages. Oh, for sure. And I don't mean just behind the scenes cranking oh, numbers. Oh, strategists are women. Yeah. Uh, engineers are women too. But I saw a woman uh, just recently at the, it was the Hungarian yeah. race, that she was in the garage with um, 
uh, eight nine guys. Austin guys. Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Yeah. With a camera. Yeah. Beautiful blonde woman, you know, slim, great body, you know, of course. And then the jumpsuit. I mean, she looked amazing, and she was not there for any yeah. other reason except for for Formula One to get the photo she needs. So yeah, you that, can see. I mean, I've noticed in the last five, even less years, maybe yes. four. It's it's a sport that is very uh, men's. Uh, yeah. You know, there's the uh, still going on with the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, women's World Cup, and it's attract. Uh, sorry, but it's attracting a lot of. A lot of uh, 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 people in the world, and it's it's fantastic. It's well done. So again, the culture of peace has to take in consideration, and the UNESCO did um, uh, the uh, equality between men and women. Mm-hmm. The next point is um, a little bit uh, more um, expansional, uh, bigger view. It's foster democratic participation. Now that's important because it's the uh, uh, Inner working of political with the with the demo, with, with with the democracy in the world, and we are in the midst of it now. We hear that word very much so um, huh. uh, talking That's about. That's for sure. Uh, but it's indispensable foundation for the achievement and the maintenance of peace and security. And again, we're talking about maintenance and the sustainability of peace and security. Uh, our democratic principle. Uh, practice and participation in all sector of society. Now, that's very important. Participation in all sector of society. Uh, that's why you see a lot in in the democratic uh, party, uh, uh, and whether it's political, uh, whether it's left, right, middle, center, whatever you want or you belong to a participation. He has a lot to do with as well the equality of men and women's into this, and as well fostering. The fact that you have a voice, uh, it's in the constitution. So it's really important. And it's you can see people coming from different sectors of society. Lawyers, people come from uh, uh, background of uh, workers, uh, blue-collar workers, or people coming from uh, different parts. Anyway, I'm not going to sit, sit. But you can see them. in this point, it starts to get more almost... It, it's pulling away from the individual and small group and expanding a little mm. bit to larger group, like to more governing bodies, yes. so to speak. So, and part of that would also be have a little more maybe transparency, but that's really hard yeah. in government. But you can see when that does happen, you feel a lot more relaxed. You feel a lot more comfortable and more at peace when you see the transparency and people are clean with it. This is why... Whatever charity, whatever 501c you contribute to, they should be issuing a financial statement at the end of the year. That's their way of of being transparent. Any animal organization that I donate to always issues that at the end of the year. You can see exactly where the money is going. Yeah, so so you're right. It's definitely a little bit more larger view of this because it's encompassing encompassing encompassing, encompassing um, the the uh, body of, of government and administration of uh, the functions of society so the, the combat it's a com- it's a combat uh, that of course we can't personally combat for example terrorism or uh, uh, organized crimes or corruption or illicit drugs or money laundering this has to be done by institution and this has to be done by uh, um, uh, uh, 
like um, systems that are systems in place. that are in place in society. Yeah. Thank you for telling yeah. me that. That's why systems. So again, it's the foster of democratic participation. But now, don't forget that we elect those people. Right. So it's I was just going to say yeah, that. it still start with us. We still are the causes and still our choices determine the people we put in place to do that. So if we think in our mind to do that with the culture of peace, once we have a ballot in front of us and do our homework, it is important that we understand with this principle of, yes, let's put in place people who has this culture of peace set mind for sustainable mm-hmm. uh, um, result. Now, getting a little bit larger on number six. So we've kind of gone from this local systems and hopefully expand into larger systems. That's what number six is. Advance, understanding, tolerance, and solidarity. So to abolish war and violent conflicts, we need to transcend and overcome enemy images with understanding. We have to learn tolerance and solidarity among all people and cultures. Learning from our differences through what? Dialogue and the exchange of information is super duper enriching. So rather than judging instantaneously, why don't we just maybe ask a few questions? And what is it? I've mentioned this before. I don't even know which episode it was, but I do remember this, that sometimes you see it in kids too. If something is different or you want to attack it, so maybe what is it that it's triggering in you to make you want to be retaliatory? If you see something as different, maybe go back to point number one and educate yourself <laughs> and figure out what it is that makes you uncomfortable. Does it make you feel less? Does it make you feel um, that someone's trying to take over? Or we need to learn tolerance. And when you have understanding of something else, you're not only helping make the other side feel more comfortable. You're expanding your own life. So you're expanding your social social tolerance palette. You're educating yourself all at the same time. And it's so fantastic when you overcome something like that, that you might be fearful. There are some things that I'm fearful of culturally. Yeah, of course. We all are. When you get these people one-on-one... And then you learn about it, you go, oh, that's what that is? Because we're taught a lot of misinformation. And good Lord, don't go down a rabbit hole on YouTube. You're going to get a lot of BS or on any kind of social media. You got to go to the source. So when you see something, ask your damn self, why do you feel uncomfortable and the need to attack it? So we need to overcome these images with understanding and tolerance. And learn from the differences. Yeah, and and that is totally the... um, I would say that that's a major point of a culture. A culture is made on something... The difference between a culture and another one is made on something that you don't do in your country. Right. Or you do differently. There's common point into a culture, but there's as well differences. Now, those differences, like silence in music, are as important as important, and we have to take them in consideration. So this understanding you're talking about, I totally agree with you. And this, uh, the tolerance, the solidarity, that's even the higher step because 
uniting around differences, whoa. Uh, that that's that's a, that takes a lot of effort, a lot of understanding. Well, that's exactly that. what the UN is. Yes, I mean I love it. I mean I, I I can't I can't. It's it's hard. I struggle with it day to day life. Uh, sometimes I'm because of judgmental. Or sometimes it's like, whoa, this person is different than me. Therefore, we have nothing in common. Well, I disagree with that with my own self when I start to think like this. But this is not thinking. Building a culture of peace. Building a culture of peace is saying, okay, this person is different than me. And yet, I probably have something in common with that person. There's something, even in our differences, what this person is not agree with me has definitely a, a, a common ground. Okay, the next point is um, support participatory. Uh, the communication, these two words are important, which is really similar to dialogue. And the free flow of information and knowledge. Now, this is an important point, especially nowadays in the 21st century, because the technology and with our phones, with cyborg, and so with our phone, the flow of, com of information and knowledge have gone better. Now, it have gone, the, the, the bad part is that it have gone as well nuts. And we get our source of information everywhere, and we don't know anymore what's true or not true. So you see something that is on the social media, and it's not from UNESCO. It's not from uh, 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 agreemented, uh, somebody certified for that, for that uh, knowledge to be released. And um, uh, uh, I forgot the word, uh, very much a re reality and... and and the, well, it could be fabricated. Correct, not fabricated. That's why I'm sorry. Sir. But but the freedom of information and communication and the sharing information and knowledge are, are definitely indispensable in building a, a, a culture of peace. Well, I th in that regard, it could be the intention behind it. When you see, like, a, you see a lot of violence in the media, uh, mainly social media, because it's a lot less regulated than the news media. Yeah, so, so uh, for sure. Although it's getting better because yeah. it's only it's still young, still like uh, 10 years, you know, 15 years, so still young. But, and things will get pulled, I understand, if it, if it is horribly offensive. But because technology has allowed things be, to become so readily available so quickly, even if it is pulled, if someone's already recorded it, yeah. then it's there. That's yeah. the thing about the digital imprint. Yeah. Once it's done, it's done. For it's sure. permanent. Someone has it somewhere permanently. So it's, aside from the negativity, it's important that we openly share information and knowledge and in a diplomatic way, try to be understanding of the other side. And that's why the United Nations is such a unparalleled body of people and if you're ever in geneva you should go that's yes. for sure and, and when it says support i mean what does that mean the word support participatory they choose their word very carefully that's why we are uh, uh, saying the same support participatory communication and these two words are very important the free flow now that's another important too that i want to mention if you if you, the, the flow, a flow is something really important. The streams, the flow of a river that goes from the source to the, to the, maybe the ocean. But the free flow, it means that don't 
being a culture of peace and participating in is as well to not stop the flow of the peace. It's to not obstruct. Obstruct the flow of peace. So if you're your own, you found yourself in a dialogue and you, you, because you want to impose your opinion and you know that our opinion is just to obstruct the flow of, info, uh, of information uh, and the flow of the dialogue, then that's the cause you're making to impede in creating a dialogue to, that will go towards peace instead of you well, implementing a, 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 a non-peace argument. When someone is obstructed, think about when you've been obstructed. Yeah. What does it do? It creates anger. Correct. Or... You're yeah. going to shut down. Correct. And then, then the participatory... And then there's no more free flow. Yeah, there we go. And the participatory, mm -hmm. which they say support participatory, will be out of it. So it's important to listen. And participatory means everyone... Correct. ...has the opportunity to be able to share. And mind you, this is not easy. It could be a theory, very theory for you, a new topic. But it's not. It's on, be, be, uh, it's on daily behavior. Um, and there's a fine line. Yes, there's a fine line on what's correct, not correct, when you have to say it and not say it. But yeah, that's uh, that's up to you to educate yeah. yourself on and finding where it's the right time to say it or not. And the last point, number eight, is promote international peace and security. The gains in human security and disarmament in recent years, including nuclear weapons treaties and the treaty banning landmines, should encourage us to increase our efforts in the negotiation yeah. of peaceful settlements, elimination of production and traffic of arms and weapons, and find humanitarian solutions in conflict situations and post-conflict, especially, initiatives to help rebuild. So that's probably the most difficult point. Besides putting it on ourselves, that we it starts with us. So how do we actually do that? How do we, we as an individual can't eliminate the production of and traffic of arms. Correct. So you really have to, I, as everything in the universe is interconnected, revisit the other seven steps. Yes. Revisit them, yeah. restudy those and look at those and think, what can I do? Oh, maybe elect someone who is for this. Rather than the kick-ass tribe. Educate you know? yourself on that person. Read about that right. person, if she's the right person. Because we do, each and every one of us, have to take our own responsibility because it's it's not up to anyone else but us. But Well, I think, the, 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 you know, this words, nuclear weapons, uh, treaties, um, it's always been a, a, to a hot topic uh, for many, many uh, decades. There's actually the movie Oppenheimer now, um, which is great. Uh, well, we just saw that Japanese on Fukushima, The Days, on Netflix. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. It was 2011. Yeah. Well, anyway, nuclear, um, it's one of the, it's one of the uh, big, big, big ones. So you're like, oh, the question is, oh, what can I do to stop nuclear? Well, you can maybe uh, educate yourself on, for example why we need nuclear and what is it can it be replaced well we educated ourselves with toyums uh, we know that um it's a different uh, way of approaching the nuclear principle 
Uh, but if you go to see the, I haven't seen the movie Oppenheimer, but I would love to see it uh, because guy created an atomic bomb and uh, was it a good thing? So I don't think so. But it was, but then, you know, some cities sustained on nuclear power. So again, there's always, like you said at the beginning, the yin and the yang. So. But you also have to remember this. In conflict, conflict is a big business. Yeah. War is a big business. I mean, it is, yeah, unfortunately. It's it's horrible. But with that kind of thinking, it's ruled by greed, anger, and foolishness. Yeah. But it's still a big business. I want my stash. My stash uh, is what matters. We don't care about the outcome. As much as the minor conflict, there's big conflicts and political conflict. But you know what I like about the title? Promote international peace and security. I like that. It's... if. If the world international was not in it, that would be different to me because promote peace and security, yes. But international, which means inter, which is, let's stop the borderline. Let's, you know, no borders. And it's international. It's it's beyond our nationality, beyond our culture. That's what it is. And that's a culture of peace and security. Uh, we could do, I love the title, Building a Culture of Peace, and we could definitely add as well, and security mm -hmm. that would have been nice too as a as as a but I like it so well now that we've gone through these eight steps how do we implement this thinking in each of us how do we do that well I'm gonna say it begins now oh, yeah and it begins with each of our own selves as everything as I've always said and we believe that everything in the universe is in interconnected so we have the we it's our responsibility to do our part and to eliminate that thinking of, oh, no, I'm not. Someone else, I'm sure, will do it. That is a difficult uh, thing to overcome because we always think. You think you it's might, a far off thing. Oh, my effort's not going to matter. Yeah. And, and, you, and, and you're like, oh, oh, you said I don't have the power to do it. Somebody else should do that. Right. But that's not true because. I mean, that's just an, an erroneous view. It's wrong. Yeah, it is. So we have to be contributive. Yes. I mean, we're, but don't we, I mean, in, as society, don't we uh, contribute with our vote by, by voting, by paying our taxes? And you take your trash out to the bin. Correct. You, take it, you, know. you separate your trash with, with your, uh, with your uh, uh, recycle. 60 years ago, I don't think that was. So we educate ourselves and that creates peace. So... Yeah, it's that you have to be a part of the solution. And, you know, there's always that guy <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday or anybody who is that armchair athlete who's telling how all of the other athletes should have been playing the game, <laughs> yes. you know, as he's on his ninth beer. So we need to lose that kind of mindset and... Adopt the mindset of contribution. We have to contribute to this, Definitely. each and every one of us. And, and we're not talking about being uh, the next Martin Luther King or no. the next uh, Mandela or the next uh, Ikeda. Or, uh, again, what we are talking here about is in our daily life, implementing a culture of peace into our daily life, the way we are into, uh, uh, in the way we behave, the way we uh, act, the way we eat, anything is a culture of peace. So, Yes, you can't tell others what to do, uh, but you have you can take action. And this again is about education, perseverance, 
and a patience. It's not gonna come, but it's a change. It's a change inside of you and that something you can adopt. It takes time. Uh, and it's going to be slow. Oh, yeah, people. It might be slow. Well, look at it this way. If you take a penny every day and put it in a jar for oh. 365 days, how many? What, how much money are you going to have at the end? Correct. $3.65. It was a slow process, but there's progress. Just like the six months of working out. Yeah. Or you couple it with intermittent fasting, which I'm a big fan of, by the way. <laughs> um, but you think you're not getting anywhere. And then... Ladies, you know how it is. One day you just wake up and your clothes feel like they're falling off. So it's a slow process, but it's slow and steady wins the race. The tortoise always wins. So that's what it is. It's a little bit every day. And like Fabrice was saying, it's not like we all need to go and be Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King Jr. It's not not about that. No, It's when you make the cause to adopt that mindset. Of cut you off, Bicio then that's already a cause that will have an effect. And then the universe will support that and present you with opportunities where you go, oh, I could do this. So it's very interesting how the universe, the universe is so much more powerful than we give it credit for. And we're a part of that universe. So it's not it and you. It's you are it. You are part of it. Correct. It's the, the what we call in Buddhism the lesser self and the greater self. Mm-hmm. Um, I I suggest to read it up. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that. I think it's a great. Uh, but I think we mentioned it uh, over the, the over the, the years. Um, yes, the love of the self and then the macro uh, the world. But um, I think the changes that we think are impossible um, is because we. Don't want them to, to happen. And we're not talking about changes, oh, I'm going to be a different person. No, we're talking about awareness here. We're talking about knowing that today, from t- today, if you're listening to that podcast, you're ne- hopefully this notion of culture of peace will always stand with you. And you will, um, you will understand and it will come to your mind to say, yeah, I want to be part of that culture. Uh, as long as I'm part of my American culture, um, as my Thai culture, of my culture that determine my country. But I can do better. I can be part of that. So if you, of that international culture. And international culture is the culture of peace. Some people only want to be in the culture of war or mm-hmm. conflict and like to live in that world. Fine. That's well, your choice. It's a lot Unfortunately, the human being is kind of wired to look at the latest murder headline on the news rather than the second grade teacher who just uh, helped adopt a litter of kittens. You know, I mean, it, that gets a lot less attention than the true crime. That's why the true crime podcasts are the ones that are exploding and why ours is not at that level because it's not as appealing as learning about a murder from 20 years ago that's unsolved. Yes, and and, and uh, we found ourselves, including myself, when I scroll on Netflix, I can definitely see, am I going to watch a documentary on this or am I going to watch a documentary on AI? Can I? Uh, is it going to be a solving murder uh, or is it going to be, well, both are okay, you can learn from both, and then no, no problem with that. 
But uh, again, the educational part, you can see. Think about that moment, that moment where you're like scrolling the documentaries and you look and say, oh, I want to learn something. And are you going to spend an hour of your time learning for somebody who killed his family? Fine, you can learn from that too. Yeah, like don't do it's it. It's much easier. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier. And you see, you can feel it inside of you. If I go to learn about AI or if I go to learn about the history of the, the UNESCO, whoa, that, that's how does that going to apply to my life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, know, that's that, for those people. That, that's for those people. That's for the, the, you know, no, 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 no. That's where the mistake is. And that's why we're talking about the culture of peace. This is the change that we're trying to implement in that. So, and, but, but that's a good point. Yeah. So, so hopefully, please support our podcast. So yeah. We, because it's definitely please a podcast. Please share it. You know, this yeah. is not, this is a, a passion project. This is, this is just part of our, our mission, I guess you want it, if you want to call it. And it's how we think, and it's how we think, Tracy. That's why we like to share it with you. We are just regular people. If you don't know us and you meet us, that's, we will appear. Now, I did want to mention that as far as implementing this into your daily life, use your natural abilities. What are your strengths? Look at what you have. Maybe you're a super social person and you're up spirit anyway. Mm. Well, you know what? You could be that kind of person. Or if you're more shy and you're more of a more of a writer type, like behind the scenes, maybe you could be a good writer for the this type of uh, topic. So for us, it happens to be music and languages. So um, and we've both been exposed to various cultures. So that's kind of a cool thing. But you know, for others, like I said, it might be your social skills, or you're really philanthropical and you like to mm. give your time and all of that side, or you might be really financially savvy. So no matter what it is that you are, your skills will be best served, whatever your strengths are. It certainly turned out pretty well for Rosa Parks. She had a determined spirit was like, no, she was a total lady about it, but she just said the word no. She was born for it because she was calm. Mm -hmm. She was not a, a big person. And she was a person that was um, yeah, she was tolerant. Tiny. Yeah, exactly. And so she decided, said, "I'm the I'm the woman for the job." There we go. Women creating peace. And that's why it's important too. Um, however, um, there is this principle, um, which I think is a revolution principle of. We talk about this in the podcast of the human revolution as much as the. Uh, uh, industrial revolution or the uh, right. technological revolution. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, there's a great quote from a, a Japanese uh, a scholar named Daisaku Ikira, and I'd like to read that. Uh, it's very exemplary of, yes, it starts with you here, and then it can affect its ripples. So it says, quote, a great revolution of character in just a single individual will help achieve a change in the destiny of a society and further will enable a change in the destiny of humankind. Quote, this is by Daisaku Ikeda, a Japanese scholar. It is important in that sentence that you notice that he said a great revolution of a character. Okay, it's basically talking about you. And, and in just a single individual, one, that's you, that's me, that's us right there. And it helped change a, a change of a destiny. So it has a cause and effect. A great revolution of character. That's how the quote starts out. Yes. So that says to me that 
second chances are not only mandatory and should be accepted, yes. but are possible. So a character of a person who used to be a criminal, who was in prison for X amount of years for robbery, for this, that, arson, blah, 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 whatever, has some sort of revolution of his character from being in prison and comes out and starts to do good. So a, it, that's an extreme case, but anybody can. If you maybe are a, a detached person, there might you might be confronted with something that is an eye-opener for you and your character, you're not going to change as a person, but your character becomes a little revolutionized. Yeah, and look at Rosa Parks. She didn't do anything crazy. She just said no. That's it. Okay, that's it. She didn't do anything. It was a daily life. She got in the bus and that's it. It was like she was going, and what did she do? Did she put some sign? Did she prepare that? She didn't prepare anything. What she did, she said, I'm tired of this and I'm going to say no. Well, uh, that, that, that's what created the whole thing. So again, she didn't create anything crazy. Mm -mm. So, um, you know what? Let's talk about our own experience. Yeah, maybe. let's do Because we're diverse. Yes. We're certainly different personalities. You get to know us too. Completely different backgrounds. And we're diverse in musically and culturally. So it's my opinion. And I could just say this because maybe I am, but... Uh, just because I'm a musician and singer, but music to me is one of the greatest joys in the world. And it evokes emotions. It, it does for everybody. And the glue of music, it's held together by rhythm. And rhythm is, is composed also with not only notes, but with rests. And the rests are equally important to the notes. In fact, I think they're more important because if you don't count those rests, <laughs> you're yeah, going to be I... lost. But anyway, music is a uniter and that's what it did for us. That's mm. really what brought us together. Yes, it was, it was the Buddhism too, but that was for me, that was very secondary. It was more about the music itself. Definitely. But you look at how music unites masses of people under all kinds of circumstances, whether it's a festival or a wedding or even a funeral, a party, whatever. Yeah, anything. And it's a super strong tool. And that kind of unity, I've seen it just transcend any kind of differences in those large crowds when it has the correct intention for peace. And I don't mean holding up kumbaya signs and all of this. I don't mean <laughs> that. I mean... That when any everyone is there with the intention of having a good time and to make it a positive experience for other people. But it can also be destructive when you're uniting for the wrong reasons. So that's why I feel, and I believe Fabrice feels the same way, it's important that music conveys something positive. Because it's easy. Yes. If, if it's a uniting tool... And your message is positive, you're creating a uniting positive message. If it's a uniting tool and you put out a negative message, it's still going to unite. Yes. And, and I think that um, the, somehow we can, I would say the best title for you and me as a couple and what we do and we, our mission is musically is the unity in diversity because I'm very different than you. And you, it was so different, but the... the we are different, but we're not that different because we have a lot of things in common. Uh, and we found those common ground to create uh, uh, 
peace and to create to create a value. That's what we do. We create value. And our music, if you pay attention to our lyrics, it's all about that. It's the message that um, that that we create in those lyrics, in those vibes. I can do a lot of music that I will be a little bit more destructive. Believe me, I know how to play this kind of music too, and I, and we know how to write those lyrics too. The point is we decide to not do that. So the universe, the unity, we decide to unite into our own diversity. But is it, it is important um, that we do it every day. And what we do it every day and why we decide to do that is because we keep in mind every day that I, along with you, create participate in that culture of peace, which is beyond the culture of America, beyond the culture of France, beyond me speaking Spanish or, or, or anything. It's that we are united towards creating and participating in that culture of peace. Now, I want to add something to that. Yes. Some of you may be listening to this and go, oh, isn't that great? They're so fluffy. <laughs> Let me tell you a thing or two about that. <laughs> when that's your intention... A lot of times, what you're going to attract is the ones who can't stand it. And they want to bring you down. They want to put down what you're doing. Look, Martin Luther King Jr. believed in it. All he wanted to do was peace, harmony, equality. It got a bullet in him. So Gandhi, same thing. Rosa Parks, she got out unscathed. This is a cause I'm prepared to die for. Right. Nelson Mandela, that's another person. Yes. So... It's not all unicorns and rainbows. Mm. It when you glad you mentioned when that. you really want that, even the ones that you think are on your team, mm. they are not, because there's something that happens inside of people when they see that you're trying to do good. They want to put it down. Don't do better than me. Don't do. Oh, don't outshine me. We don't want that. We want it our way. We want it to fit in a box. So. Be very careful of that. And you have to be willing to take that on, to be ostracized, to, to be cut off at the knees, obstructed, whatever you want to call it. Yes. They don't want to include you when you have volunteered your time and, and services. I'm glad you touch on that because then when this happened, the less way is like doing, like you said, Emily, let it go above your shoe, uh, 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 behind. Oh, Emily in Paris. Yeah, yeah, she let, totally just, does. <laughs> just let it go. Okay, there's something. There's a, there's a proverb, African proverb, that is when, that I read uh, lately, and it says, quote, the lion doesn't turn around when a small dog barks. It's true. You won't see the lions, you know, turn around. If you hear another lion, they will turn around. If they hear an elephant, they will turn around. But the point of this proverb is to say that you don't have to react to it. And so as artists, we definitely create that too. It comes, it comes with the territory. So us as artists, what we do, we try to bring a positive change. We try to create, to change the social climate. Well, I think it's our responsibility. It is. You know, to just do that. Yes, yes. Because no matter what, when you think about who really does change social climate, it's always artists. 
politicians can change laws and this kind of thing, and usually it's temporary. But Nudes, the, we talk about yeah, that. Yes, yeah. they do change. Uh, uh, Steve Wozniak is one of them, and he changed us. But it's more of a um, behind the scenes, correct. whereas the artist is in the forefront, whether it's a visual artist, dance, theater, musicians on a stage. It's We change social climates. We can create moods, and we can uplift things because there is a lot it's just a lot of responsibility and we all all artists should take it seriously yeah and think about it it's called culture of peace Mm -hmm. okay culture is what the arts are in it it's the culture you we we, we're bringing the, the we're part of the culture everybody is but the artist and that's why we, we struggle with that because sometimes we feel irrelevant, especially when you don't have a recognition. But that's it's just a fugazi. The point is that if you believe in what you do and if you know you're contributing to peace and you're part of that, building a culture of peace, you are definitely, uh, uh, definitely um, uh, peaceful with yourself to that. So we change the we change the world, yes. We do. I want to read another quote from Daisaku Ikeda about that. Mm. Quote, life is painful. It has thorns like the stem of a rose. Culture and art are the roses that bloom on the stem. The flower is yourself, your humanity. Mm. Art is the liberation of the humanity inside yourself, end quote. What did he say here? Liberation, right? That means there's a flow right there. There's something happening. Mm-hmm. When when you when when you you are next to art, when you're looking at it, when you and art is doesn't mean only songs and and painting. No, we we're talking about arts, any, any any arts, any arts. Uh, uh, playing tennis is an art. Yeah, how about um, a chef? Chef, that's an a art. A three-star too. Michelin chef. But again, it's a mind a set mindset. Is that what you say? Mm-hmm. It's a mindset, and that mindset of culture, that mindset of peace. Let's see the mindset of creating value. It's very important. That quote is so amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow, it's great. But just remember, people will want to stop you. Yeah. It's just, it goes back to the nature of the human being, the kick ass. It's just the way the human being is wired. I don't know why. It just is. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it is. And you have to let it go. Yeah, you have to let it go. That's why. Just be Emily about it. (laughs) Yeah, just remember the lion doesn't bark to small dogs. So if they, they act like a small dog's, Fine. Think think of being the lion and it's up. Now, look at our unity of France and America or French-America cultures um, and our different musical backgrounds. I think that it's really, it's opened a lot of doors. It certainly has for me. And we are just a micro representation of the relationship. This is just an example between France and America. Europe and America. Yeah, because Americans freed the French in World War II and in turn... Yeah. We received as a gift yeah. the Statue of Liberty. That's right. So, and we even share the same flag colors. So you can see, if you start to really examine things, you can see the commonalities. Yeah. And there is unity somehow in there. And it's not so, with us, but you can see that yeah. the flag is the same color. Oh, wow, unity right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, that's a great point, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we're going, later on, we're going to a, a Grammy event and... 
boy, there's a lot, all kind of people in that yeah. room. There's going to be people from Africa, people from 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 my friends, in, people from uh, India. India. I mean, yeah. there's going to be people from all the world. Here we go. Again, a bunch of artists together. And we. Yeah. do you think that we are going to talk about... No. Are we going to talk... Uh, I didn't finish my sentence. We're not going to talk about war. We're not going to talk about that. All we're going to talk is like, what are you creating? What's it? What's your project? What's yeah. this? What's that? Oh, you participate. That. Oh, did you visit that? What did you eat? What are, talking about culture. And that's what mm-hmm. it is. So, and then, and, and don't get it twisted. There's not only artists there. There's lawyers. There's all kinds of people. Yeah, all kinds they, of It's just because the, yeah. cult, the culture, the culture department brings all kinds of people. So, but for us, yes, that is, if you want to know more about us, you can go back to those podcasts that we did about uh, what we created. Now, thanks to that, we were able to play for people like uh, Dr. Noel. Dr. That was a great yeah. gig. We had um, uh, uh, Betty Williams. Betty Williams. And we played for um, Morehouse. Do- Dr. Dean Carter. Dr. Dean Carter. was mm-hmm. a, Yeah, definitely. So you can see because of the calls we're making, we definitely, uh, uh, it, it has a repercussion in the change that, uh, indefinitely. So well, bottom line. Yeah, bottom line is that it all begins with us. Yeah. It begins with you. It begins with me. We have to do our part because of the interconnectedness of this vast, amazing, mystical universe. And if we do, if we do our part, the collective can be better than we could ever imagine. Wonderful. Love that. Be ever. And imagine... Is that gonna a song on it? Uh, we'll just have to see. We just, I think so, isn't it? Oh la la! Oh la la! I just I just give a hint of the next mm. album here. Imagine, oh really? Mm. Are we gonna? Uh, is, is okay. We'll see, people. We will keep you updated. All right. So now, um, thank you for listening for us. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Please send us any questions if you have anything, yes. and I'll be happy to send you the material as well definitely let's do the fun fact today so um i found that fun fact i thought it was uh so so good so the, uh, some of you have seen the the movie psycho uh, i am psycho <laughs> and um just to let you know <laughs> uh <laughs> this is where my mind goes i love sometimes uh, psycho was the first movie to show a toilet flushing Yes. That was 1960, so that was probably really racy back then. It was, oh, see, I did, uh, it was 1960. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Psycho was. I just looked 60. it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first toilet flushing. Please, people, you want to create peace, go to see Psycho. <laughs> and you can see in the Psycho, there's a good, good premiere. The premiere is this. That should be at El Capitan. Can you imagine when you're sitting in 1960 and you see... Those people must have been freaked out. Can you imagine? Already the the movie by itself is crazy for Mitchcock, but then there's a toilet flushing scene. Awesome. Oh, no, awesome. Anyway. Well, I have a spotlight, and only because it's still summer, um, I was going to do something else, but I've decided to do this. For any iced tea drinker out there, I have to tell you, Tejava is the best iced tea and I, in particular, like the peach flavor. Mm. It's amazing. I can even cut it with water to kind of make it last longer or whatever, but I love it. Most grocery stores will sell the um, the original flavor, but they have all kinds. I went on their website and looked, mm. and uh, the peach is just 
awesome. I love it, love it, love it. So anyway, Tehava tea. It's in a bottle. They also have, which I want to get, and I can't find it anywhere, is the mango pineapple. But these are unsweetened tea. I don't like any sweetener in my tea. No sugar, no fake stuff, nothing. Just the tea itself. It's phenomenal. I'm not a fan of iced tea, but I have to say, these are really good, Tracy. Me likey. Yeah, they're fantastic, Tehava. The quote quote for this uh, episode is a quote from Albert Einstein, and it says, quote, Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved by understanding, unquote. Wow. Thanks, Albert. Thanks, Albert. Still one of my faves forever and ever. Definitely. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening, and let's go out and... Build your cultures of peace. Yeah, it's and then a, report back to us, see how it's going. Yes, it was a little bit longer today. We apologize for that, but it's definitely we're passionate about that topic. And I think it's a topic that everybody should implement into their life. Well, go out and enjoy the rest of your month. And remember, we are here to help you rock, rock your, your life. Gaston the Frenchie is such a little menchie. Turn it right upside